Welcome to Not Quite Right. My name's Ed. And I'm Amanda. This is the final episode in a series of interviews that we recorded at the Words on the Waves Writers Festival. This time we spoke with Mandy McIntosh. Mandy is one of the organisers of Words on the Waves. So we spoke to her about the challenges of organising a writers festival and what's next for Words on the Waves. I really loved hearing about how they choose the authors that they're going to have on the panels at the festival. And I can't wait to see who they get next year. And I understand they're already thinking about it. We had a really great time at Words on the Wave. So a big thank you to Mandy, Fiona, Angela and all the other organisers. Thanks for having us. And we can't wait until next year. Absolutely. See you there, guys. Well, we're here with Mandy, who's one of the organisers of the Words on the Waves Festival. So what's your role? Um, I'm a programmer, so I'm, I help coordinate the festival. I work with the festival director and um, between us we mostly uh, decide who's going to be on the bill um, and it's clearly the best job ever. Yeah, it sounds exciting. I know you were just mentioning to me earlier that um, you're already thinking about next year. I think we can't help it because as books are coming out now or we hear from an author that we've had this year that they've got something else coming out, so you know, you're always looking forward to seeing what's going to be coming up next and you know we hear something at the moment and think well that's a great theme for something Mm. for next year so yeah we usually take a week or so to um, wrap up and Angela will write the big reports and Mm. things like that to make sure that we've you know fully examined this year Mm -hmm. Um, and then yep it will be time to start again. So my question is um, who was your biggest get like for you like who were you most excited to have appear this year yeah this year yeah this year there was a couple I was I was very lucky this year that a couple of my my big fangirl favorites were on the list so um Jock Sarong who came up from Victoria um I'm a huge fan um of his and also Inga Simpson um and I managed to put them both on the same panel together as well so that was (laughs) fabulous um so I think they were two of my favorite picks for this time round and and I think we, we all have those ones where we invite and hope that they'll say yes. We were really excited that Jennifer Down said yes after having won the Miles Franklin last mm. year. So that was our first Miles Franklin prize winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also this year had um, four of the authors who were on the program be long-listed for the next Miles Franklin, which was, you know, that great boost to show that clearly we're picking good books. Mm. So my first question is, how relieved are you now that it's all over? It's, it all went so well. Well, I am really relieved that this part is over, but it's not mm. over because we still have a cruise tomorrow with a couple of authors along Brisbane Water, and I've still got three more book launch events to go through between now and Saturday. So um, not quite, but next Sunday, then I'll be um, yeah sleeping in. We really enjoyed the um, the talks that we saw. How do you actually come up with the themes and make sure that the authors actually match up to the themes that you're writing about? It's a mix of things. We have books that we loved and so we think we want to invite that person and if they say yes, what might work with them and that book? Um, so there's a real to and froing. There's people whose books we loved and we invite and then we build panels around them. Um, and then there are things that particularly I think the ageing one that we had today, there have been a whole range of different books and things coming out over the last 12 months and, of course, things like the Royal Commission um, into Care and Aged Care and it, it seemed a really topical one and then it was, well, who would be the best 
people who've got, you know, relatively recent books just out mm. that we could add to the list. So it, it's it's a real mix of how they come together. And then once you've got one or two people, it's working out, well, who moderates and who is the third person to add in to, to really give that balanced panel. And we had a mix this year, I think, of two people on a panel or three people. Um, and, it, the, you know, there's different dynamics in how that works and how much each person I guess gets to actually say because if there's three of you you get a little less talk time. Do you attend other festivals? I haven't this year. No, you haven't uh, had time. No. <laughs> no. And I, I teach four days a week. So mm. um and I work a day for the festival. So yeah, it's just been really, really full on. So we always look at all the programs and mm. think think about the things we would pick. You know, we've looked at Newcastle and Sydney that have been on and obviously Bellingen comes up shortly. Um so certainly looking at both, you know, who have they got and what sort of panels and you know, are there other great things that they're doing? Um but yes next year I, I would definitely like to get some um particularly if there's some things in this second half of the year because the first half of the year we're so busy in getting this ready there's just no way to take a weekend off at that point to get to another festival i'm i'm particularly interested in the workshops and things like that that you run so uh do you, how do you decide do you invite people to give these workshops or is that something that comes up it's a mix. We we only had workshops for the first time last year and this year we had doubled the offerings mm. and they were all sold out. So mm. clearly there's a big appetite for it. Um, we had invited um, JP Pomeray and he was coming to, for the crime panel mm -hmm. but also runs workshops. So that seemed a natural fit to get him to do one one day mm. and one the next. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're working this year with the Faber Academy um, and they have obviously, you know, a really prestigious writing program mm -hmm. and so we partnered with them and they organized that some of their tutors and writers would come up and so people like Eleanor Limprecht once Faber said that she was going to write a, a workshop for us um we're like okay well she's definitely got to go on to the program mm. to speak as well mm. so she was speaking this afternoon with Pip Williams so it, it's a real mix of those different pieces about how that fell together um, but, yeah, really impressed with how well they've sold this year and we certainly could run another couple next mm. year with the appetite we had for it and the amount of people we had to say, I'm really sorry, no, we can't fit any more bodies mm. in for that workshop. Mm. Fantastic. So you've already started planning for next year. Just thinking about it. <laughs> Do you have a theme in mind yet or is it? No. The theme takes a while and Angela's really good at it. Yeah. Um, so we usually wait till we've sent out a couple of the major invitations and got acceptances first mm. um, because then you start to get a feel for what you will have mm. ready to go. And this year's theme, The Mind Swims, was really apt because Robert Adamson died um, earlier and he had been a guest last year mm. um, and he was spoke on the cruise and went down the Hawkesbury. That's where all his work is set. So a quote from one of his poems was, perfect mm. um so then thinking of what will be perfect for next year i have no idea what that will be yet mm. so tell us about this cruise <laughs> <laughs> the cruise the first year when we're still throwing ideas around i kind of thought well we're on the waterways mm. and we're going to have this at the this surf club here at ocean beach and it was the original venue for us and i thought well maybe we could do something on a boat mm. um a, an author had pitched us an idea about doing a workshop or a small thing on canoes and kayaks. And I was like, no, no, no. But that sparked the idea that, 
maybe we could do something on the water. It definitely was not going to be in a kayak. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we got Central Coast Ferries and um, kind of went, well, look, we could host something on board. Um, and that first year, um, Grace Carskins, who's a fabulous local historian and wonderful author she she writes about the indigenous peoples on the waterways and things like that so inviting her and vicky hastrich who wrote a beautiful memoir set on the brisbane water um and we're like okay yeah we can do it like the first year we're a little unsure about how that would work you know everybody has to turn up there's no late comers we've already left um but yeah it's a two-hour cruise goes around the waterways um and you get to sit there in the beautiful Hopefully beautiful day, but if not, it's okay. It's enclosed. Uh, we didn't sell any outside tickets this year, so uh, we're just internal. Um, so we can fit 60 people seated inside um, undercover. Mm. So um, It's a lot more civilised than canoes. Yes, yeah. So you can imagine the OH&S implications of trying to do something on canoes. Um, and also there's no way I could manage that myself. So, um, and, you know, the Writers' Festival crowds don't necessarily tend to be kayak ready on a moment's notice <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, well we had a we had a great time here um and it's really good having a little bit of culture and talking about books on the central coast which we I just mean, don't coast, coast isn't usually known for its culture no more it's, that it's like add that to the landscape <laughs> and it's been perfect working in with you know a range of great local organizations but you know People who live here shouldn't have to go to Sydney. You know, it's not like there's anything wrong with having to go to the Sydney Writers' Festival. It's a great festival, mm. but we we should have local offerings mm. here and we should be bringing world-class authors in. So We've got the population to support definitely, it. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Our population's much bigger than Byron and they have an amazing festival. Mm. So, um, you know, it's supposed to be something that's going to bring people in and, you know, slowly become a destination festival like places like Byron. Yeah, I can see that happening because there's obviously is a huge appetite for it. It's yeah. one of those if you build it they will come kind of yeah. situations. And even just ourselves attending for the first time this year, you know, we're saying to each other, oh, we'll be back next time. That was really fun. Yeah. So great. Um, I think you'll probably you probably get a lot of return. I would hope so. And things like Story Club we ran for the first time this mm. year. And people are very unfamiliar with the process of it and what it was, but they still bought tickets and sold it out. And it was great. It was I've never hilarious. been to Zena. That was a highlight, I reckon. It's fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Craig Sylvie last night was amazing. So yeah, it's just been a fabulous weekend. Well, congratulations on a very successful event and we look forward to seeing it grow. Yeah. We hope to see you again next year. Thank you for listening to Not Quite Right. If you'd like to reach us via email or follow us on social media, you can find all the links on our website, notquiterightpodcast.com. That's W-R-I-T-E. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcasting app. Something doesn't seem quite right.